Welcome in, everybody. Good to have you with us. We are here at Cavens Group, as we are each and every Thursday with Gary, Amanda, the great crew here. Duke is at the vet today. Duke the Wonder Dog. Simba is here to bark at everybody who uh, rings the doorbell. But uh, Duke will not be with us today, and uh, nothing serious, just a bed checkup for Duke. Should be just fine. We're doing fine on this Thursday. We're moving closer to the start of the college football season. That is always a good thing. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens this weekend. David Stone's commitment coming uh, during the IMG game on ESPN2 Saturday night, kickoff at 6. So you'd think it would happen uh, sometime after 7 p.m., uh, most likely Oklahoma time. So we've got that to look forward to, which is nice, maybe. Uh, depending on the outcome, because Monday is either going to be a gigantic, colossal, Godzilla-sized uh, celebration, or it is going to be the uh, Debbie, Debbie Downer Monday of the uh, millennium for all you fans. But we will find out. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here at Cavens. You know what Cavens is all about? Emergencies, mold removal, emergency water extraction, structural drying, emergency sewage cleanup. You definitely don't want to do that yourself. Emergency board up, smoke and fire damage cleanups. Uh, they are the very best in the business. 13 years in the business. We talk about how much they give back to the community. I was just in there visiting with uh, Amanda uh, in the office, and I saw a gigantic $10,000 check written out to Norman Public Schools. We talk about Cavens giving back all the time. It looks like you know one of those checks when you win a big golf tournament. It's right here in the office, and it's going to the Norman Public Schools. So Gary will join us a little bit later. Remember the phone numbers in the Oklahoma City metro area, 405-573-3048. In Tulsa, 918-282-7612. And don't forget, they have that new toll-free number, uh, which covers Oklahoma, Kansas, North Texas, and Arkansas, where they do all their great work. Most of it here in Oklahoma, but a few surrounding states as well. That number is 800-594-4437. Check out their website, Cavins, C-A-V-I-N-S, CavinsGroup.com. Our man, Travis Davidson, back with us today up in Tulsa. Trav, how you doing? Man, I'm doing great. Doing great. We're getting that much closer to football. Got a big-time pickup today on the recruiting trail. Uh, got David Stone announcing soon. I mean, what what's not? What could keep me from being in a good mood today, Steely? No, I I don't know. Hopefully, I think you're going to be in a good mood. You sound like you're in a good mood. We have games week zero games this week. Muleshoe, uh, they host San Jose State, Navy at Notre Dame, uh, Hawaii, Vandy, Ohio, and San Diego State. Or as uh, Howard called them, Howard Schnellenberger back in the day. Or we're getting ready to play San Diego. Uh, UTEP at uh, Jacksonville State, UMass, New Mexico State, Florida International at Law Tech. Uh, So week zero games coming up this weekend. You mentioned that Andy Bass committed to the University of Oklahoma earlier this morning on Charger Vision on YouTube. And here is what Andy Bass had to say right after picking Oklahoma. Feeling great. Um, It's good to kind of get that out of the way and kind of let the world know what's next. And I'm ready to go win another gold ball this year. What made you choose the University of Oklahoma? I mean, why not? Um, The fan base, the talent, the team, the family aspect. I mean, the list really never ends. So, boomer sooner. Who has been the biggest influence for you here? Like one person who you couldn't be here without? Um, I mean, I'd have to say Gavin Freeman. Uh, You know, just seeing what he was able to do. And obviously he's at Oklahoma now. So, I'm looking forward to going and joining him next year. 
There you go, Andy Bass, earlier uh, this morning. Fine job by the young student reporter asking the tough questions there uh, on Charger Vision earlier this morning. But Andy Bass, three-star kid, quarterback, athlete. Uh, he'll play another year at quarterback at Heritage Hall, and then he'll play running back, and the Sooners will find a place to play him because he's fast. He's a tremendous athlete, 6'0", almost 200 pounds, picks Oklahoma over Kansas State and Syracuse today. What do you think the Sooners are getting, Trav and Andy Bass? Well, they're getting versatility. Um, his father is a Marine. Uh, you're getting the the strict, hard work nature of uh, you know what often comes from a family that's uh, heavily uh, um, in the military, involved in the military. Um, I mean, you're getting a smart kid. He's got to play quarterback in high school at Heritage Hall. There, he had Ivy League offers to play. Uh, high school or to play college quarterback I mean you're getting the kind of kid Steely that ends up going to Iowa State usually and then coming back and kicking your butt that like that's the kid you're getting we've seen it happen with Iowa State with Kansas State with Oklahoma State when you say ah you know we're gonna we're gonna recruit nationally we're gonna take the kids out of Florida and California and Texas and all over I mean yeah we absolutely need those guys but you can't let the guys like Andy Bass get out of town. You heard him say he grew up rooting for Oklahoma. This is the guy that's going to go get that extra inch for you when you need it. Uh, you know, probably a, around the goal lines, probably almost like a wildcat situation. We see him run that a lot with his uh, with his Heritage Hall team. Just an exciting athlete. I mean, he looks like he's carved out of stone. It looks like he's always flexing, um, but he's not. That's just how he's built. Runs a 10-5-100, uh, state champion in that. And, yeah, just just a solid kid. Yeah, it seems like the kind of kid that frickin' mule shoe would have thumbed his nose at. Do people still thumb their nose at recruits? Is that what they do? Or is that that's another old man saying right there? I don't think anybody's actually. But you know what I'm saying. Uh, they were more, uh, he seemed to be more interested in, now we got to recruit off this these lists here, man. You know, that's where it's at. But, uh, you know, it's worked out. PWO for Gavin Freeman worked out to be great for him. Same situation for Andy Bass uh, right here. And, again, uh, he's a kid who wanted to be at the University of Oklahoma. And you mentioned, Travis, we've seen some of these kids who Oklahoma didn't take. Charlie Kolar at Iowa State, prime example. Uh, Who is a program that has been the biggest thorn in the Sooners' side in the Big 12? Kansas Kansas State, State, right? And Kansas State was one of the teams the Sooners beat out to get Andy Bass. So again, this wouldn't. This is not a gigantic win for OU, but it is a win for OU. And this kid, uh, you know, speed usually works in just about any sport that you play. Speed is a huge advantage, and this kid is a a track champion. And uh, you know, I think this is a, this is a nice pickup for OU. Yeah, it's a great pickup. I mean. Again, I watched him out at the OU camp, and you don't see a lot of seniors, incoming seniors, if you will, go to those camps. But he was out there. He was trying to earn an offer, and he did. He earned the opportunity by absolutely cooking some dudes in the one-on-ones, you know, in the actual against defensive backs because he's not a guy that runs a lot of routes naturally. I mean, he's he's a quarterback. He plays with the ball in his hands. Doesn't run a lot of routes, but you could tell he's, you know, Got a lot of room to improve, but still was cooking defensive backs that play defensive back on a regular basis. He worked out with the running backs. Him and DeMarco clicked immediately. Uh, this is going to be a kid I don't want to sit here and say, hey, Gavin Freeman all over again. Here he is. Nah, he's 
he's he's a little bigger than Gavin Freeman. He's bigger than Wes Welker. All those comparisons, just I get so annoyed by those. Um, but it is a situation kind of like Gavin Freeman's as far as the preferred walk-on situation goes, where Gavin Freeman came in and the first time he touched the ball, he scored a long touchdown. Don't be shocked if Andy Bass does something similar. You know, remember when they had uh, Chandler Morris at OU? They, in some goal line situations, they run him in there at quarterback. Chandler Morris had good speed as well. Uh, Andy Bass might could fill that kind of role. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, he's one of those kids that is such a good athlete and so much wanting and desiring to be an Oklahoma Sooner that you take a kid like that and find a place for him. So Andy Bass committing to Oklahoma, the three-star kid from Heritage Hall, uh, state champion, and again, uh, another addition to the Sooners 2024 class. All right. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. I'm here at Cavens Group. Gary will join us a little bit later. And uh, Cavens is the very best in the business. If you have an issue with flooding in your home, mold in your home, if you have uh, a roofing issue after a hailstorm, a man, Chris Smith, heads up the roofing division here at Cavens. They're outstanding as well. Uh, you know, any kind of an issue you have where, you know, something's threatening your home or business, an emergency situation, and, man, we have a lot of those here in the state of Oklahoma, of course. That's why it's so great to have a place like Cavens Group. And, again, uh, you can call them in the metro area. As I've recommended, put these numbers in your phone under Cavens Group or Cavens Emergency. Uh, that way you can call them. They have the most units out here in this field and they have the best trained units as well so you got to call cavens that's a place to turn to uh in the metro area 405-573-3048 tulsa 918-282-7612 and their new toll-free number 800-594-4437 we will talk to gary a little bit later on connor pasby you've got some uh, big kref sports tv activity tonight High school football is starting uh, with a bang tonight, right, on KRF Sports TV. We got Owasso against Bigsby and then Union against Westmore, so it should be some pretty good Week 0 games action. Absolutely, that's huge. Uh, Bigsby and Owasso will play at Chapman Stadium in Tulsa, Union and Westmore tonight. Just go to krefsports.tv, krefsports.tv. We've got a bunch of crews. We're doing it uh, better than anybody else in terms of covering these high school games where you can see all the action with really good crews. Uh, Tony Sellers is with us now. You talk about a pro right there. That's one, uh, Hall of Famer. And uh, they're doing great stuff with krefsports.tv. Bixby and Owasso tonight and Union and Westmore tonight on krefsports.tv. All right, with Travis Davidson, I'm Mike Steely. I'm here at Cavens. Travis, the mayor of uh, T-Town, is up there ruling as usual. When we get back, let's get the very latest. Is there any news on David Stone, Dominic McKinley? We'll talk about that. More recruiting news on the way next, right here on The Wrap. You talk about a weekend at Riverwind Casino. This is one of the best that I can remember in a while. They're always special out at Riverwind. That's why they're simply the best. But how about this weekend, in addition to getting out there winning you know, a jackpot, winning some money on one of their uh, nearly 3,000 electronic games or at uh, one of the table games. They have a Skyloft gaming area, an Oasis gaming area that's smoke-free now, newly renovated gaming floor. It looks absolutely sensational. 
But also this weekend, Friday night, the Counting Crows are going to be on the Showplace Theater stage. Still a few tickets available. That's a great 90s band to go check out. Showplace Theater, great venue, tremendous acoustics, not a bad seat in the house. Anything you need, they have right there in the Showplace Theater. Counting Crows coming up this Friday night. And then Saturday night, our final Beats and Bites show of the summer schedule with Gary Allen on the Coupe Works Beats and Bites stage. Don't forget, again, we've got a fall Beats and Bites uh, show for you October 22nd with the Gin Blossoms, Tonic, and Wakeland. But, again, Friday night, you've got the Counting Crows at the Showplace Theater at Riverwind. Saturday night, the music of Gary Allen on the Beats and Bites stage presented by Coupe Ale Works outdoors at Riverwind Casino. Plus, they have the big final round of drawings in their one $100,000 new scene 17 celebration this weekend. Hopefully you've been playing with your wild card. Get out there and claim your share of $100,000 in cash and bonus play. And they have five grand prize winners they'll draw Saturday night. This is after the preliminary drawings are done. Again, uh, from 6 to 1130. But then they will also award five grand prize winning patrons at least $5,000 in cash. Another reason why Riverwind Casino is simply the best. All right, David Stone making his commitment this Saturday night, ESPN2. IMG Academy will be playing a nationally televised game at halftime. He will make his commitment known. We've been calling it the uh, the David Stone Saturday night special, and we even have some music for that. You know that uh, David Stone is probably rocking the uh, the Bay City Rollers and those wireless ear- earbuds. I have no doubt about it. No doubt about it. But let's hear again what Steve Wilfong had to say the other day about the recruitment of David Stone, five-star interior defensive lineman from Dell City. He's played last year and is playing his uh, senior year at IMG Academy in Florida. And here is what uh, Steve Wilfong said about the Sooners at this point still with a slight lead on David Stone. He's told me in the past he has a really good relationship with Todd Bates. Uh, he likes the trajectory of this program under Brent Venables and the experience that this defensive staff has. He says that they have the experience to win national championships. I think he likes the way that they've recruited at Oklahoma. And so it's a program that uh, has been a crystal ball favorite for a long time going into this announcement. Now, Michigan State has had momentum at various points in this recruitment, went to two games there in the fall, talked to a source around East Lansing on Monday morning, and they feel like they're still in the thick of it for David Stone and then certainly Miami, the wild card, right? They've had him on campus several times this calendar year already. They're a program that uh, he said at IMG Media Day that Miami's his family's favorite place to be. So to sum it all up, I like Oklahoma, but I still can't really rule out Miami or Michigan State here at the start of the week. All right, so uh, the Sooners again uh, have been the leader, we think, on David Stone for a a long time. But they were also the leader for a long time on Williams-Winary. They were also the leader to the finish line on DJ Hicks a year ago. So Sooner fans, we've talked about the PTSD they've been through with these five-star linemen. Travis, I, you know, I'm not going to make a prediction, 
because you know it's it, it's just uh, too crazy with these five star defensive linemen. But everything there that Will Fong said sounded pretty good for Oklahoma. The one sentence that troubled me there was Miami is his family's favorite place, and. It, we need to uh, – that's what we don't know. That that could be the entire conversation. Maybe the kid loves the culture at Oklahoma. Uh, you know, we you heard what Will Fong said about he believes in Brent, believes in Todd Bates, the culture, all that stuff, Oklahoma kid. But I wonder if that's going to be the conversation and where the decision is made, you know, if the family w- really wants to be uh, in Florida. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that – the family is going to exactly have the last say in this personally. Um, and, and what I really like about that Wilt Fong clip that you play is he said he talked to some sources in East Lansing on Monday. And it was, it was funny because on Tuesday morning, if you remember, we were on air together and a Michigan State insider put a prediction in for Oklahoma. Right. So on yeah. Monday, sources in East Lansing were saying, "No, we still, you know, we're still hacking away at this thing." The next day, nope, it's Oklahoma. And and my thing with with Miami, it it kind of feels. And I and again, I'm going to pick at a scab here, but it kind of feels like the Georgia thing for Winery. We never saw predictions come in, and I think that's what was most fascinating to me. It was. You know, oh, we feel like Georgia leads here. Oh, Georgia leads. We know it's down to Georgia and this, Georgia and that. And you never saw a prediction logged for Georgia. So all these insiders, they think, oh, Georgia leads. Okay, well, put your money where your mouth is. Finally, Missouri's reporters start ending up putting their money where their mouth is. Lo and behold, he ends up a Missouri Tiger, at least a verbal commitment to the Missouri Tigers currently. If you look at 247 right now, OU has most of – the crystal balls. Michigan State has a few others, but I think we're all kind of in agreement that this is coming down to Oklahoma and Miami. But so out of Oklahoma and Miami on two four seven, Miami has no predictions, and OU has a few. Then you go on over to rivals, and they break theirs down into analysts and publishers. Two analysts and six publishers have OU as the crystal ball leader, and zero analysts and zero publishers have Miami as the forecast favorite for david stone so all this miami smoke this that and the other put your money where your mouth is if people think miami leads go ahead let's see it put it on the table yeah and and we haven't seen that and i think that sooner fans are at the point where they're just like i I saw somebody tweeted out it may have been our man john williams you know what do you think of the sooners uh chances for david stone and i saw all the replies and there were very few, you know, we're, we're getting this kid. There were a bunch of zero memes and gifts and maybe one out of ten. Sooner fans, they just, they've got to see it to believe it, and I think that's the approach they're taking with David Stone this weekend. Meanwhile, let's talk about uh, Dominic McKinley, five-star defensive lineman from the state of Louisiana. The Sooners, how much are they still in the running there? Well, this is what Jerry Hamilton uh, from inside Texas and on three said on his podcast the other day about uh, the real contenders down the stretch for Dom McKinley, who will be making his commitment on September 1st. This one's coming down to the wire on September 1st. I think it's Texas, Oklahoma, Ohio State. I think LSU, 
I'd be surprised if they're to pick on September 1. And in the last two or three weeks, a has more been more wondering where they're at, and that's never a good sign. Good point. Um, so I'd be surprised if A&M is the pick there too. I think this is really coming down to Texas OU, and it and maybe Ohio State's a sleeper, but I just I'll be surprised on that. Um, I think driving distance also helps Texas from Lafayette with a younger brother that's going to be playing high school football on Friday nights. How do you get to see Dominic on Saturday? Drive versus fly. I mean, there's a lot of things coming into play in this recruitment. There you go. Uh, Jerry Hamilton inside Texas on three uh, analysts uh, talking about Dominic McKinley, and that is our Ortho Central clip of the day. Ortho Central with clinics in Norman, Midwest City, and now a new Tri-City location, Newcastle, Tuttle, and Blanchard. These full-service clinics do a great job treating orthopedic and sports medicine injuries. Okay, um, so I, I kind of get the feeling that maybe Texas has the inside track here, but based on what I heard right there, Travis, maybe Oklahoma is uh, a, much more in this Dominic McKinley uh, fight down the stretch than I thought. What do you think? Yeah, it's it's been interesting because as many have reported, he's he's quiet, and Mom is very much in the thick of this recruitment. So that's probably you would think would help the uh, you know Sooners in this case with the sole mission and Todd Bates being making such good relationships with parents. Larry Johnson the same way. Uh, I was told by somebody that Larry Johnson had McKinley's mom in tears in their meeting. She was so moved by what he was saying. Um, but 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 that matters big time. Mom, far more than dad, uh, is involved in this relationship specifically. So um, yeah, I mean the little brother thing could matter. I don't think it does because, I mean, I, I think LSU kind of screwed the pooch for lack of a better term with this early. But um, I still personally think that Texas probably leads here. Um, we'll see if David Stone can put on his recruiting hat if he does select the Sooners on Saturday night, which I believe he will. We'll see if he can put his recruiting hat on. And uh, let's see if, I don't know, you get the decision pushed back a week or maybe just have him pick OU outright. Who knows? But I do think that uh, Texas leads right now. All right. On that note, we'll take a break. And uh, the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line is open, 405-651-3439. Once again, 405-651-3439. 405-651-3439. Here at Cavens Group on a Thursday, Mike Steele with Travis Davidson, Connor Pasby running the show for us. When we get back, Brett, your mark misses the mark. Stay with us here on The Ref. Here at Cavens on a Thursday, great having you with us. Mike Steele along with Travis Davidson. You know what Cavens is all about. Any emergency issue you have, a uh, pipe burst in your home, you get mold, flooding, you have a fire, uh, all kinds of cleanup jobs will be done by Cabins, and they are the best in the business. Like I said, it's like bringing Mario, Mariano Rivera out of the bullpen back in his day. You know, I don't know if they play uh, inner Sandman when their uh, teams arrive on the scene, like Rivera when he came out of the bullpen to the mound for the Yankees. But Cabins basically plays that role. They'll do great work for you. We'll talk to Gary next hour. Uh, in the metro area, 405-573-3048. In Tulsa, 
918-282-7612. And, again, all of Oklahoma, Kansas, North Texas, and Arkansas, they cover a lot of ground, including Oklahoma. A new 800 number, 800-594-4437. On the web at cavensgroup.com. That is cavensgroup.com. All right. Brett Yormark, man, a little stand-up comedy yesterday. Had a routine, man. I don't know when he's going to the improv, but he certainly was playing it up for the audience in uh, Lubbock, Texas, one of the biggest hell holes in America, and a glorified junior college at that, uh, even though Lubbock did produce, you know, Buddy Holly. So I've got a little affection uh, for Lubbock because of that. But other than that, uh, no no affection for Lubbock, Texas. But here's Brett Yormark's uh, stand-up yesterday talking to uh, this uh, group of Texas Tech fans. Candidly, we were able to get Texas and Oklahoma out a year early. That was a big deal for us, and I think all of you, okay? And coach, I'm not going to put any pressure on you, but I'm going to be in Austin for Thanksgiving, okay? And you better take care of business like you did right here in Lubbock last year. Well, I think we have our uh, dumbass clip of the week for uh, tomorrow. But, uh, look, I, I've said and I still believe that Brett Yormark has been an absolute grand slam home run hire for the Big 12. He has done great work keeping the league together, adding to the league. I think he's done a fantastic job. He's a forward-thinking guy. He knows all the new technology. He's he's on top of a lot of stuff, but this was a swing and a miss. Travis, you you can't have a league commissioner saying that. I understand there's still hurt feelings with Oklahoma and Texas, and look, the Sooners in Texas, they hit the rest of the conference members, you know, walked up uh, from behind them and, and hit them over the head with a two by four, basically when they made the move. I get that, but you can't have a conference commissioner saying that stuff. I don't care where he is, what group he's in front of, that's not good. Yeah, it's 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 really kind of embarrassing, right? Like you've done your job. Your job was to stabilize the conference, which you did by adding eight teams. You said you're we're open for business. You're you're trying to do a lot of really unique things. You've got a Big Twelve Combine, specific Big Twelve Combine that's coming up. You know, you're bringing Nelly to the Big Twelve Championship game. You have done some really cool things with the Big Twelve Basketball Tournament with like the different food options and whatnot. Like you've done a good job. You're good. Just keep doing you. There's no need. Like, there's, you've already saved their conference. There's no need to pander to a bunch of, you know, they were calling themselves the hateful eight, to a bunch of schools that have never accomplished a damn thing on the football field to pander to them and be, yeah, don't worry. Candidly, we got them out quick. We wanted to get those, you know, blue bloods out of here quickly. We wanted to get those people that have, uh, you know, given us all this value over the years have been carrying the conference the entire time the conference has been here. We wanted to get them out of here. So you guys can trust me when I say you're welcome for that, right? Like, what are you, like, what are you doing? And then to say, like, I I get he's speaking to tech people, but to openly, actively root against a current league member has to be unprecedented, Steely. It has to be, especially coming off of the calls last year. And here's the deal. He's a really smart guy. That's why when I heard that. And, look, sometimes people who really don't get it, you know, maybe an older commissioner. I could see Bob Bowlesby, you know, fumbling around and thinking, well, surely there are no mics here or anything, you know. But for Brett Yormark to do that, bottom line is, okay, I get it. 
if I'm an Oklahoma State fan, if I'm a fan of uh, K State, I was whoever I get. You got blindsided by this deal, uh, and you know I would probably feel the same way. But the bottom line is, OU and Texas have carried the bags, carried the water for this conference for a long, long time. Give me another great brand that's left over in this league. That's even close to Oklahoma and Texas. I mean, even in the same zip code as Oklahoma and Texas. There are none. There, there are none that come close. And look, I, I, I know Oklahoma State fans or don't like hearing that, but the bottom line is and Oklahoma State has a really good, well-rounded athletic program. They've won a bunch of championships. But in terms of brand and recognition, uh, nobody is in the same ballpark as Oklahoma and Texas. And for Tech to talk smack like that, Joey McGuire, you know, questioning your blue well. You know, they won a bunch of Olympic sports. Shut up. All right. It's almost like the enemy of my enemy is my enemy. I I think this is kind of maybe one of the first times where you might have, and I've never been a fan of Texas Tech at all. Like I said, glorified junior college. I think their fans are are horrific. Um, But the bottom line is I think you'll probably have a lot of Oklahoma fans rooting for Texas against Texas Tech in that game, unless, of course, it comes down to, you know, they might knock Oklahoma out of the Big 12 championship game or something. But it's going to be interesting to see uh, how the Sooner fans, you know, react and who they actively root for in that game. Right? I mean, I'm. let me be clear. I will always root for Texas to lose. I don't care who they're playing. Texas Tech, these comments aside, I will still root for Texas Tech in that football game. But I will continue to keep an eye on, you know, those first couple Big 12 games, looking at that uh, penalty differential, that discrepancy, because it was obvious last year. And I'm sorry, if you want to sit here, especially after these comments, and say it was a coincidence, Steely, that Texas had two holding calls go their way last year, and Oklahoma had one. If you want to say that's a coincidence, then you are naive. You are simply naive. And, you you know, you're one of these that doesn't believe in a single conspiracy theory. Not a one. You believe everything that everybody tells you just because they're in a position of power? Ridiculous. You You are legitimately naive if you don't think that, if you think that it was a coincidence that Texas and Oklahoma combined for three with two of the best, you know, at least edge rushing tackles for lost teams in the entire conference. All of a sudden, yep, nobody's holding them. I mean, I don't know. I I think it's, I think it's dumb. I think it's a lot of people want to sit here and say, no, they would never do that. They would never do that. They, everybody's good, noble and pure. They would never. Sometimes the numbers don't lie, man. You look at them and you go, okay, that's, that doesn't happen. And then when you hear comments like that, I'm not saying there's some widespread conspiracy throughout the entire conference office but or with the referees, but some there's something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. Actually, it is clear. They're not giving Oklahoma and Texas many calls. Bottom line, that's what's going on. All right, uh, 405-651-3439. David Stone, uh, about 20 minutes ago, uh, just posted out a photo uh, edit of himself in a – Sooner uniform sitting on on the, uh, the 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 throne that they put their players on, and just said Boomer uh, David Stone. I'm sure, and it's already been reposted. Uh, well, it's up to 133 now, and that happened 25 minutes ago. So, David Stone, is he saying anything there? 
Because people, uh, I'm anything. sure, does that mean he's, does that mean he's committing tomorrow, uh, Saturday night, or what? Anything David Stone does this week is to drive up the eyeballs. He is a he is an engagement farmer to the highest degree. It's truly impressive. It's truly impressive. Um, you know, OU Twitter has about seven hundred thousand uh, accounts, and he sees that and goes, "Sweet, let's uh, let's let's make a last run at these numbers. Cool, let's get everybody excited." I will say this: I bet that he puts up a Miami picture before the announcement too. I bet it's coming. He might even and throw a Michigan State. Michigan State too. Yep. Yeah, he might yeah. do them all. Just like I was talking with Tyler about this yesterday on the rush. I think he has Steely in his notes app or in a legitimate notebook a tally mark that he's keeping for each school in his top six, and he's trying to make sure they all even out across all the schools and say, oh, <laughs> Maybe. crap, I said two things nice about Oklahoma today, and that means I really got to gas up, you know, Ohio State, or he's got to, you know, gas up some Michigan State. So that's that's what my opinion is. I mean, the dude has had everybody hook, line, and sinker this whole time, right? But, again, you go back to the predictions, you go with guys like Will Fong and Chad Simmons and, and even the Miami people that will not put any Miami predictions, the Michigan State people that are turning their predictions to Oklahoma, it's all good news. But if you're asking me if I think it uh, means anything that he put a tweet out, nah, not a damn thing. All right, break time right here. I'm at Cavens Group. Uh, Gary and the folks here, they're the best in the business of what they do. We will have Gary on coming up uh, during our second hour. I think we're going to do it at 135. Stay with us. We're coming back. Travis has got the text ready to go on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. We'll get to those next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. The world is full of anchors meant to keep you in place but the good news is that it's also full of things that remind you not to let them so every time you raise a pacifico let it be a reminder to live life anchors up it's been said that when someone you love has parkinson's you have parkinson's the parkinson's foundation knows that the disease doesn't just affect the diagnosed It affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. If you have questions, the Parkinson's Foundation has answers. We can help you understand the disease. And give you tips for living a better life. Find your answers at Parkinson.org or call 1-800-473-4636. The Parkinson's Foundation. Better Better lives together. You always want to be dealing with the very best and uh, when the very best are also uh, the best in the community at giving back that's even uh, better reason to uh, you know be thinking about Cavens group when you ever have an emergency situation because uh, Gary and Jessica they give back all the time to the community it's very important to them and they do a fantastic job any emergency situation that develops uh, whether it's mold removal you know, flooding, a pipe breaks during the winter, maybe something happens during the summer, obviously. Fire, hail damage, Chris, and the roofing crew out here at Cavens do an amazing job as well. Emergency board ups, smoke and fire damage cleanups, emergency water extraction, structural drying, they do it, and they are the very best. Best reputation, and they've earned it because they have the most crews and the best trained crews 
here at Cayman's Group. So, again, uh, Cayman's Group, can't stress, uh, you know, if you have an emergency, you need Cayman's. In the Oklahoma City metro area, 405-573-3048. In Tulsa, 918-282-7612. And in Oklahoma, Kansas, North Texas, and Arkansas, the area that they serve, 800 800- Five nine four forty four thirty seven online at cavensgroup.com. All right, uh, let's get to the uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Travis, what do we have? What are people wanting to talk about? Well, uh, we've got some meltdown for some reason, and this is crazy. This is this is PTSD. It's PTSD, Steely, and I can't blame them. So, I, like I said, I, I don't blame from this. Sooner Soldier, about the David uh, Stone tweet. He is softening the blow for when he doesn't pick Oklahoma. From the 405, leading OU on, playing with us. Like, it's just, it's so funny because in the past, you know, usually when a five-star is putting up tweets in your uniform from your visit, it's a good thing. And we are so damaged, specifically probably by David Hicks mostly, but so damaged that we've taken it as the complete opposite. It's, it's, it's now bad news. It's now doom when a recruit posts pictures of you and your yeah. gear. It's, like I said, man, a trap. I was on social I don't blame media them. last night, and, you know, a couple people asking, what do you think percentage chance, you know, that Oklahoma gets stoned Saturday? And I saw so many gifts and memes that were like zero, you know, uh, you know, 1%, all this stuff that you can tell the fan base, for the most part, they, they've got to see it to believe it. They've got to see one of these five-star defensive linemen actually commit and sign with Oklahoma before they're going to believe it now. And, you know, they just, they've been haunted by these last couple experiences. Well, and then there were, you know, we think about some of the other guys they were on in a year ago, too, not just uh, David Hicks, but uh, they had a, a chance. Who was the uh, the other kid? Uh, that Oklahoma was kind of been on, but anyway, there's been Raynaud, think... there's been Joseph Jones, yeah. Jonier, there's been. That's right. I mean, there there have been many, but none of them really hit like David Hicks did because he was the one that was. I mean, you we, you played the Will Fong thing like he was picking us. We know he was picking us until he wasn't. So, again, I don't blame the text line. I don't blame OU fans. I don't blame anybody. I don't blame Miami fans seeing that and thinking, oh, we've seen this happen to OU before. This is good news for us that he's posting other people's uniforms. But this is engagement farming. As I've said, do not be shocked if David tweets out pictures of him in other gear, you know, saying, you know, what do they say at, at, at Michigan State? Go white, and then they reply with go green or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe like a, a, throw, a picture of him throwing up to you. There's going to be something. None of it has to do with his decision. Nearly all of the industry leaders, all of the industry leaders actually favor OU here. You've got Michigan State people flipping their picks to OU. I mean, all is good news, but the weird thing is people are just going to take that as worse and worse news. Yeah, and uh, the fan base, again, they've just been haunted by because the goal has been, I think the Sooner fan base was dreaming about imagining going into the SEC and maybe maybe they play early five stars can't you know they really play a lot but certainly first year in the SEC with at least a couple guys uh, that you were thinking you were going to get PJ Adabari which you did but also David Hicks so the dream was like by the second year in the SEC you get PJ Adabari Williams Winery on the edges 
you get David Stone and uh, DJ Hicks in the middle, and uh, there you go. And, again, you lose Hicks last year at the very last minute. Uh, Winery, Missouri, makes a great late charge, and they, they have him committed at least. So we'll see what's going to happen. We'll see what's going to happen. Uh, Saturday night, again, halftime of the IMG game on ESPN2. We've got time for a couple more. Okay, okay. I uh, Selfishly, because I can see the text line right here, I'm going to read old Captain Willard. Travis is spot on with the Big 12 officiating. It is utterly asinine for those to think those crews don't know their commissioner has it out for OU in Texas. Objective? Simple. Make absolutely certain neither program ends up in the championship game. BV and crew have to win it. Finish. Yeah, and that's what I've been saying, Steely, is you just can't leave a doubt. Last year, those those non-holding penalties or the, the, the Texas Tech field goal there was or wasn't in, the picked-up late-hit penalty in the end zone, uh, even going back to the OSU game where they wave off the, uh, you know, a couple flags late and there's a no-call pass interference in the end zone as kind of time is, is really winding down. I mean, there's there's definitely precedent, but it's because those games were so close, Steely. If, if we can put these things away, then we have nothing to worry about. The game is ultimately in the hands of the University of Oklahoma. They just need to go out there and take care of business. Yeah, absolutely. All right, 405-651-3439 on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. That's 405-651-3439. Tomorrow we'll be out at Riverwind Casino, another one of my favorite places. And, again, it's a huge weekend at Riverwind. We're talking about a couple of great shows, one Friday night, one Saturday night. Friday night at the Showplace Theater, you are going to see Counting Crows, Adam Duritz and the Counting Crows. Great uh, one of my favorite bands of the 90s, a lot of great songs. They will be on the uh, Showplace Theater stage Friday night. And then we have a Beats and Bites show. The final one of the summer is happening on the Coop Aleworks Beats and Bites stage this Saturday night, outdoors at Riverwind, the music of Gary Allen. It is your final Beats and Bites show of the summer. Food trucks everywhere, all the best. Bring your folding chairs, games for the kids, arts and crafts. Uh, it's going to be a great, great show to wind up Beats and Bites for 2023 for the summer. But don't forget, we have a fall show as well for Beats and Bites in October, October uh, 22nd for the Gin Blossoms. They will be out on the Coupale Works Beats and Bites stage in the fall. All right, and uh, also get out there for the big drawings for the $100,000 New Scene 17 celebration coming up this weekend on Saturday night at Riverwind. We have another hour at Cavens. More of your texts on the way on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. More recruiting. We'll hear from Sooner players and more. Keep it here on the ref. Yes, we're talking here. We're talking here. Mike Steely along with Travis Davidson. We have Connor Pasby running the show for us back in the Buffalo Wild Wings studio. Travis in Tulsa. I am here at the one and only Cavens group. Any kind of emergency that you have with your home or business, Cavens Group needs to be coming out of the bullpen for you. They will put out the fire, literally. And they will also clean up after the fire if you have to uh, have that done. Mold removal, emergency water extraction, structural drying, emergency sewage cleanups, smoke and fire damage cleanups, emergency board ups. They can do it all, mold investigation and testing, structural fire and wildfire investigation and testing. They do it all here at Cavens Group. 
and uh, they are the very best in the business. They also give back to the community nearly a half a million dollars over the past four years. They have invested back in to this community. Uh, their phone numbers, put them in your contacts, like under Cavens Emergency, 405-573-3048 in the Oklahoma City metro area, 405-573-3048 in Tulsa, 918-282-7612. And uh, their toll-free number one, or I'm sorry, just 800, just 800, 594 4437. They're online at cavensgroup.com. Earlier today, Sooners got a commitment from three star athletes, Heritage Hall quarterback Andy Bass. And here is what Andy Bass had to say about making the decision today for Oklahoma. Feeling great. Um, it's good to kind of get that out of the way and kind of let the world know what's next. And I'm ready to go win another gold ball this year. What made you choose the University of Oklahoma? I mean, why not? Um, the fan base, the talent, the team, the family aspect. The, I mean, the list really never ends, so Boomer Sooner. Who has been the biggest influence for you here? Like one person who you couldn't be here without? Um, I mean, I'd have to say Gavin Freeman. Uh, you know, just seeing what he was able to do, and obviously he's at Oklahoma now, so I'm looking forward to going and joining him next year. There you go. Andy Bass earlier today after his commitment to the University of Oklahoma. All right, let's talk about the Sooners. Uh, you know, in the fall, everybody's expecting a much better defense. You know, Brent Venables, uh, one of the great defensive architects of his generation, certainly did a great job early in his tenure at Oklahoma, won a national championship, went to Clemson, and became, you know, just, uh, I think, the most highly thought of uh, D.C. in college football with those Clemson defenses, which are outstanding. Um, and now, again, what have they been talking about? More competitive depth. Not only bringing in really good high school kids in that class, uh, and you think about where Oklahoma was six and seven a year ago to bring in the kind of class they had, number four high school class in the country. And I thought they did a really good job when they initially came in and keeping some kids committed. And, you know, the first class was pretty good as well. But they also got some help in the portal. One of the guys that they got, Rondell Bothroyd from Wake Forest, one of the top sack specialists in the ACC, made a lot of plays for the Demon Deacons in that league, now expecting to be a guy that can get after the quarterback and also stop the run uh, for the Sooners. And uh, Rondell Bothroyd the other day said that he feels pretty comfortable so far uh, where he's at with his Brent Venables defense. I pretty much have it all figured out, so now it's just – figuring out what the offense is doing and like what their keys are and like how to read stuff to make it easier to make plays. Our depth is crazy. I think we have depth probably up there in the top, top in the country. And just the way we, <clears throat> the way we pay attention to details, um, Coach Chavis, Coach Bates, they demand the best out of us every day, regardless of how you feel, regardless of what's going on. Um, so I think we just, we're relentless and our depth is probably the one thing I would say. There you go, Rondell Bothroyd. Uh, so Travis Davidson's the Travis Davidson. The Sooners uh, open it up again a week from Saturday, September second. Obviously, Rooster kickoff, Arkansas State. Wh- who are the Sooner players you'll be watching most closely among the the newcomers out there? Who are you going to be really focusing on? It'll be of all newcomer newcomers. It'll be Trace Ford because. I really do feel like if healthy, he changes our defense. And that's the question, right? It's it's not been, can he produce at this level? 
you know, can he produce at this position? Maybe, maybe, maybe a guy like Desan McCullough who's going through a position change. It might be, you know, some other questions going on. Like, hey, you know, is he picking up the cheetah position? How's Justin Harrington looking? This, that, and the other. No, with Trace Ford, it's if this dude is healthy, he is elite. So that's what I'll be looking for. Does he trust his body again? How about the offensive side of the ball? Where are you going to be focusing there? Andrew Anthony, really. Um, Andrew Anthony, we've been talking ad nauseum all, all offseason, right, Steely, about who's going to be the one to step up in the wide receiver core. And throughout some scrimmages and all throughout fall, Andrew Anthony is, he's talked about it. He's a big play guy. He's a playmaker. This is something that this offense needs to replace with, you know, the departure of Marvin Mims. He was kind of the downfield guy. We've got plenty of speed at the position now. So on offense, I'm going to go Andrell Anthony. There you go. All right, text line, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Duke is back from the vet. Duke, how was it? Playing bill of health, hopefully. Hopefully you're good. How you doing, Duke? Good seeing you. Good seeing you. Watch those cords, though. All right, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. By the way, hour number two for us here on Steelman and Thune. Parker will be back on Monday, presented by Oklahoma Generator. Check them out online at okgen.com, or you can call them at 321-6631. That's 405-321-6631. They're family-owned and operated Great reputation for customer service, Oklahoma's highest rated and longest operating Generac dealer, currently offering new customer discounts and a free 10-year warranty with new installations. Thanks to Oklahoma Generator. Check them out again at okgen.com. Travis, you want to get to the text line? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Um, From the 918 what blows my mind about defensive improvement is even a top 70 defense is a 50-spot jump compared to last year. That's, That's amazing. Isn't that wild? Isn't that wild? I mean, that that's what we always said in the Riley era, right? Like, give us an average defense, and we might have multiple titles. Yeah, yeah. I know, and, uh, you know, I, I just, again, I think that there was some scar tissue with the players that were left over, and there were certainly depth issues. And, you know, the, the, the coaching, I think, was a little bit, at least the game day coaching wasn't very solid. But uh, I do think, you know, Oklahoma's defensive players who'd been through that era, and I'm not talking about the studs who moved on, like I'm clearly Brian Isamoa and Isaiah Thomas and Perion Winfrey and Nick Benito and DTY. Guys like that were pretty good players, even in a system that was not great. But the leftovers, man, I think you saw um, some scar tissue, no doubt, and some bad play, certainly. Yeah, well, and, and I, I've said it before, and I think it, it – I think it holds true. The The philosophy of Alex Grinch is addition-subtraction level defense. His goal is to make sure you don't have to think at all so you can play fast. That's the idea of speed D, right, is play fast because you don't have to think at all. So he dumbed down his defense a lot. We, we heard Danny Stutzman mention this, um, or I think actually we heard Steve – mention it about Danny's playbooks and about how his game plans were like 
you know, eight, nine pages or whatever, and I'm not getting the numbers right, but the point still stands, eight or nine pages, and then it was like 80 pages or something like that in a Venables defense. The issue was a lot of the guys that got recruited, they got recruited by being shown, hey, look, you're not going to have to learn much. We, we just want you to react, 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 and it's going to be simple, and we're going to care about turnovers, and we're going to have speed D, this, that, and the other. Well, you're doing that. Now you put a Venables defense on it, and it's like going from addition and subtraction to string theory. Like, you've got to understand it. There's all kinds of different stuff. I mean, Teddy's talked about it. Like I said, Steve Stutzman brought it up about how thick the, uh, the, the weekly game plan was. And that's a big adjustment. The adjustment. This isn't just a, 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 a tweak on a philosophy, you know, not going from the, the air raid to the power spread or something like that. Like, this is black and white man this is two completely different approaches to defense so having said yeah there's gonna have some issues because they got recruited to play a defense that was completely different so that's why you saw a lot of the turnover and a lot of the bad play luckily guys like Danny Stutzman have been able to kind of shake that off and say hey man I realize that you know this defense now this is an NFL type defense this is a proven defense that has won national championships has won Butkus awards Bednarik awards has done all this all Americans this is that defense so you know trusting the process Todd Bates said even in uh, one of their uh, mic'd up sessions he said look trust the defense and it'll feed you just trust the defense and it'll feed you and and that's kind of what I get from the transition part is the team's just got to trust the defense man 405-651-3439 on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Again, 405-651-3439 off Twitter. Steely, do you trust Texas this year? Can they actually win the Big 12 championship? Can they? Yes. Uh, their roster is the best right now with Oklahoma second, but I, it's hard for me to, to, uh, to go out and pick them and say, yeah, this is definitively Texas's year. I mean, the, the Horns have won 10 games once in 13 years going back to 2009. Uh, and I know what I, we played the soundbite with Sark. This team's on a mission, blah, blah, blah. I, I just got to believe it. Uh, and uh, until I see it, I, I can't believe it. And who knows, uh, is it going to be Jalen Milrow? Is it going to be Ty Simpson when they go to Alabama week two? Uh, you know, uh, Texas played their tails off against Bama last year, and Bryce Young made some plays down the stretch uh, to win that game for Bama. But I don't know. Travis, if Texas goes to Tuscaloosa and wins, then I might start believing. But, uh, I, again, and I'm very curious to see what happens in the Cotton Bowl this year because, and not trying to make excuses, but when the backup quarterback play is that bad that you're trying to run a wildcat and you can't throw a forward pass, um, and look, the Sooners wouldn't have, probably wouldn't have won the game even with Dylan. It would have been pro- clearly a lot closer and competitive. But, you know, it's almost like you just kind of throw that one out. Texas fans never will, obviously. They're never going to let Sooner fans forget it. But I'm still not bought in on Texas totally. How about you? Yeah, the Alabama game is going to tell us a bunch, of course. I think I think not enough is being made out of losing B. John Robinson. Like, that dude was the best running back in college football last year. High first-round pick. You know, one of those picks where everybody's looking around going, oh, you know, we hear about the league not, not wanting to put much value into running backs. The Atlanta Falcons must not have got that memo because they, uh, they spent some hefty draft capital 
on B. John Robinson. And call me crazy, but I think he might be worth it. That dude was insane while he was at Texas, and they got not a damn thing to show for it. And going from him to, hey, maybe Jonathan Brooks is that dude, maybe Jaden Blue is, maybe C.J. Baxter, any of those guys, all highly rated guys when they were recruited, but there's only one Bijan, and the problem is you can't so, – so he try, Sark tried to push the offense through Quinn Ewers last year. We saw that against Oklahoma State when he went, what, 19 for 59, I think, something like that, or, or 19 for 49. He had – it was something, something egregious like that. He had three interceptions, including two on the last two possessions in the game. It was crazy windy. It didn't matter. Sark wanted to push the ball through Quinn. Well, that's easy to do whenever any time you do decide to run it, oh, you happen to have B. John Robinson just trucking people, getting around people, playing in the passing game well. Like, you don't have to establish a running game because you have just a, boom, ready to go, just microwave option at at running back. They're not going to have that this year. So if Quinn's struggling at all, like, you're not going to get those chunk yards that you're used to getting from the run game to kind of aid whatever uh, – or aid whatever is ailing Quinn at the time. So I will be surprised, greatly surprised, if they go down to Tuscaloosa and win. But if they do, then I will admittedly start believing. All right, break time here at Cavens on a Thursday. Mike Steely along with Travis Davidson at 405-651-3439. Let's hit up the text line next. When we get back, we got Gary coming up as well. Stay right here on The Ref. All right, back with you here at Cavens. We'll get back with Travis here and the uh, text line in a uh, in a few minutes. But we have the man here with us, Mr. Gary Cavens. And, you know, we always talk about you guys giving back to the community. I, I saw the giant check in there. It's ready to go. It is. That one's for the Crosstown Clash for Norman High and Norman North. There you go. And uh, that was a check for, I believe it was ten grand. It so is. and uh, it's one of those giant checks. Like if you win a golf tournament, you get to hold it up. So it's very cool. I've always wanted a giant check, but I can't take that one. That's going to Norman Public Schools. That's right. There you go. That's right. Okay. Uh, so we are still in this intense heat situation, and I think sometimes a lot of people think, well, you know, when it when it's cavens, it's about it's about hail and, you know, tornado season and a lot of rain. That's where caving, you know, obviously you do fire uh, cleanup as well. But you guys are pretty much just as busy during this time too, right? A hundred percent. Like right now I'm getting ready to meet with uh, two corporations and an insurance, uh, an insurance firm, insurance company uh, here at 2 o'clock to go over a big, massive, uh, mold water claim that's happening on a four-story building and, and um, I, let me tell you a story so I get a I'm out at uh, Big Brothers and Big Sisters dinner big movie night last Friday night great cause great I event. saw you guys yeah I saw the pics and uh, I'm, I'm right in the middle of watching the trailers and everything and I'm getting calls and I'm on call and uh, so I'm like trying to get these calls and watch the movie you know watch the slip everything too and I get a call and one call is a restaurant that their hot water tank went down. They didn't have hot water, so we had dispatch our plumbing team out there. And then the other call was another restaurant that had a basement, and uh, the plumbing backed up and filled the basement full of sewage. And so we had to not get, good. No, not at all. So we had to dispatch uh, multiple units out there to get all the sewage cleaned up and everything. So we we were able to get it all cleaned up and have them open by lunchtime the next day. That's you know the training, the ability. 
put the you know the the A team in and they just knocked it out of the park and did an outstanding job there Friday night. But you know it may be a hundred degrees outside, hundred and eight degrees, but there's still emergencies happening yeah, all the time. Absolutely. And by the way, uh, kids and uh, adults, you know that you do not want to deal with sewage. No. All right. I'm just saying, you know, nobody wants to do that. Nobody, but Cavens will get it taken care of for you. No question about it. You know, you guys, uh, how many units do you have available now? How many teams basically at your disposal at any given time? We have 10 teams available at any time. At any given time. So you've got the resources, you have the training, you have the expertise, and you have the manpower. That's why when people call you here at Cavens Group, it's not like, yeah, we'll be there tomorrow or whatever, or we'll be there. You get there quicker than anybody else, and you uh, you have more trained pros than anybody else out there in the business. So, you know, when you can get there first and you are first in training and expertise, that's a good thing. 100%. That's our goal every day. Me and Jessica VT, um, we do continuous education training every week. Um uh, I've been doing training this week. I've actually picked, picked up a new certification uh, at the beginning of this week, and uh, we're both going into training Tuesday and Wednesday next week for some additional training. We're probably going to bring some more of uh, the Cavens team members into that training too. So we're we're always learning. We're always developing in this industry when it comes to emergency construction, water, fire, mold, uh, meth, crime scene trauma, emergency board up, um, all the testings that we do for mold, fire, and all that kind of stuff. It's a cutting, it's cutting edge science and it's always changing. So you have to always be learning and always be developing uh, because if not, you're left behind in this industry and you're not able to help the customers as rapidly and as quickly as we are. All right. So uh, I want to know about your game plan for the uh, Sooner football uh, opener, Arkansas state, September 2nd, you guys, uh, how do you experience Sooner football? Are you a huge tailgate guy? I, I know that you probably got, again, people calling you even at times during a tailgate or whatever, but what, what is the Cavens family experience like on a Sooner Saturday? Well, it kind of depends. Uh, we, we have season tickets. We've had them for a long time. So we'll go to the game with, uh, you know, 85,000 of our closest friends um, and uh, enjoy the game. Uh, we have pretty good seats, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, if Jessica feels like she's going to turn into a popsicle and melt in the seat, though, then we uh, we have a nice uh, little patio area, and mm-hmm. we'll fire up the TV there and, you go. and invite some of the family members over, and we'll just uh, watch it there. Uh, but like you said, we're on call, too. So, um, you know, we actually manage a lot of the maintenance on Campus Corner uh, for the main owner over there. And um, so there's been plenty of times that we've been dispatched out there during game time uh, before and during to deal with uh, emergency issues. Um, so we're like we're always on standby, and that's a fun trying to get service trucks into that area during that time oh, is a is a yeah. fun chore. Let me tell you. I bet. Uh, but we we make it happen, and uh, uh, you know we uh, we love OU football, and um, you know I was born and raised OU football. My dad graduated from OU. My grandpa was all about OU football, and um, you know we absolutely love it, and we're thrilled that the se- I, I'm personally thrilled the season's get ready to start, and you know I just I I. Uh, I am. Um, I'm just. Uh, I'm excited to see what the season has to hold for us, and you know, it's one of those things we can. Everybody can talk about it and and think about it and dream about it, but until they get out there on that turf and they start playing the game, we're not going to know very much at all, honestly. 
sometimes you feel that way that first game even sometimes against i remember the uh, Tulane game a few years back it's like that you know what really okay this is a club this is wait this is going down to like the last possession what this was supposed to be like a four or five touchdown victory so but there's nothing like a college football saturday in norman uh, you know, with family and friends, and, uh, you know, the food's a big part of it. Food and football go together very well, uh, so we just can't wait to get it started. All right, any other things uh, we need to know about Cavens, what's going on right now? No, we just uh, – we have some – so we have some new numbers. We have our Metro number, uh, which is 405-573-3048. That's our uh, local Oklahoma mm-hmm. City metro n- number. Then we have our Tulsa metro number, which is 918-282-7612. And then we have our regional number that serves Kansas, Arkansas, North Texas, and the rest of Oklahoma. It's our 1-800 number. And that's a new one, so I'm going to have to go to the cheat sheet for that one, Steely. Let's see. It is uh, 1-800-594-4437. And then, as always, you can go to cavensgroup.com, and there's a button right at the top that says call, and you can click it on your cell phone, and it'll call us directly right away. But as you always say, it's important, you know, when in a time of emergency, you don't want to be looking for a number. Go ahead and program us in in your phone and get us programmed in there so that when you need us, we're just uh, one button away. There you go. 247-365. Gary Cavins, good guy, great business, and uh, tremendous reputation. They do it better than anybody else. Cavins Group, again, uh, you heard the uh, new 800 number, 800-594-4437. And, again, online at Cavins, C-A-V-I-N-S, CavinsGroup.com. Gary, thanks. Appreciate you. you. Thank you. All right, let's break right here. Coming back with our man Travis Davidson. We'll get to the text line and – We'll talk a little recruiting and what else? Sooner football coming up right here on The Ref. Back with you, Cavens Group. Thanks to Gary for uh, jumping on with us. Uh, Travis Davidson with me. Mike Steely here at Cavens. Travis in Tulsa. And uh, our man, Connor Pasby, running the show back at the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios. All right, uh, real quick, somebody hit me up on Twitter. Steely, who would be on your Rushmore of 70 Sooners? And who would be on your Rushmore of 70s Sooners' best opponents? Interesting. Very interesting. We're going way back to the olden days, ladies and gentlemen, the days where I was taking Geritol shots. Well, those are those, the, those days are today. I was taking, well, probably shots of, like, Kool-Aid or something back then, but uh, for the Sooners, my Rushmore of Sooners in the 70s would be Leroy Selman, uh, Billy Sims, Rod Schultz, and then I was thinking about Jack Mildren, and I think Jack was the better quarterback overall, but Steve Davis did win two uh, national championships. So... Because of his leadership and everything, I'm going to go with Leroy Selman. I'm going to go with Billy Sims, Rod Schott, and Steve Davis. We're not talking about, again, Steve Davis wasn't the the most talented quarterback, but, again, guy won a couple championships and made some plays. As far as opponents, man, that's – well, I guess you just think about the Heisman winners, Johnny Rogers, game of the century. Uh, They faced Tony Dorsett, who was then Dorsett, when he – 
came to Oklahoma, and Scott Hill, you know, had that vicious hit on him. So I would go with uh, Johnny Rogers, Tony Dorsett, Earl Campbell. I'm just thinking offense here. Uh, Terry Miller at Oklahoma State was runner-up to Earl Campbell for the 77 Heisman. So just off the top of my head, I'd go with those four. So there you go. Travis, uh, you want to get back to some more texts? 405-651-3439 on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Thanks again to Gary for dropping on with us, but Travis is still here as well. What do you have, Travis? Um, Let's see. Here, uh, Santa John, who obviously uh, stopped by at the Buffalo Wild Wings and hung out with us during our gridiron giveaway. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was awesome to meet him. Awesome to really meet everybody that day, man. I don't don't make it over to uh, the west side all too often, but when it's an event like that and I get the opportunity to be live, with a regional radio star, I definitely take that opportunity. Um, it's kind of a decently long text, but here's a question that I've had for quite some time and would like to know if anyone can give me a knowledgeable answer. Why did Tyler Guyton transfer to OU? Surely he knew that TCU had quality players. Was it because of head coach uncertainty or just wanted to play for Coach Biedenboe? I recall Coach Biedenboe say last year that one of the TCU coaches had contacted him regarding Guyton inquiring as to whether or not Coach Biedenboe might be interested. That's interesting because I think that's probably a storyline that kind of goes under the radar a little bit, yeah. and I'm not too read up on that. I'm not sure those details really or really anybody knows them, probably outside of uh, Guyton himself and one coach, Biedenboe. But it is interesting because you have to wonder at any time last year as Guyton was really not you know, the permanent starter at any point while he was watching TCU you know, tear through starting quarterbacks and other teams on their way to a national championship berth. But I will say Bill Biedenboe is probably a hard guy to turn down uh, when it comes to offensive line recruiting, especially transfers seem to get it kind of, and Jerry Schmidt seems to be helpful in the transfer recruiting as well. Um, They get it, man. They know they've got a certain clock. Some of these uh, highly rated kids in high school, they think they can make it anywhere. But I would argue that offensive line requires the most amount of development because you have to work with others, and it relies on an actual attitude of, I'm part of a five-man group. We all have to work together in this. We have to communicate. I have to handle four other personalities. If you're the center, you're going to be the one that's going to have to call a lot of these things and and, and kind of handle the group yourself. Um, I see it as just kind of a, you know, kind of kind of a trust in Bill Biedenboe to kind of make that move. And I don't doubt that the head coach uncertainty had had a bit to play in there. There you go. All right, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Let's get in uh, as many as we can this segment. This, uh, the last Mohican, very, very simple. I watched the 1978 OU Texas game last night. We are going to beat Texas. I mean, I don't, I don't know what those two, I, I don't know if that, to this year's outcome has much to do with the 1978 OU Texas game. But I wanted to point that out because, I don't know, that seems like kind of a a fun little Wednesday, doesn't it, Steely? Just kicking back and enjoying the 1978 OU Texas game. I I wonder, Steely, if this person um, cracked open some Coop Schooner All-American Ale. Have you sampled it yet? Uh, I I did. I picked up a couple Sixers on my way back from Oklahoma City when I was uh, out there at Buffalo Wild Wings on Monday. And... It's delicious. It's delicious. Uh, I, uh, I, 
I will say I will be buying more of it. I'll just leave it at that. The best, the best review that you can give to a product, to a radio station, to a restaurant is I will be back for more. And I will be back for more schooner All-American Ale. And it really is a good-looking can, man. Really, really good-looking can. Yeah. Well, Coop is the best, man. They're awesome, and uh, you know they're going to put out something good. Now, sometimes your palate doesn't like maybe a, an IPA or whatever, but uh, they, they've got such a great reputation, so I'm not surprised that it's really, really good. By the way, 1978 Oklahoma-Texas game was my first Oklahoma-Texas game. Thank you wow. very much. And the uh, Sooners won that game, uh, and I believe they won by at least two touchdowns. And Billy Sims had a big day. Uh, I remember Texas. Texas didn't do much offensively. They had uh, a big-time field goal kicker and punter in Russell Erksleben. I remember he made a field goal. I can't remember who scored the touchdown for Texas. They had Lamb and Ham and Jam Jones, I believe, at that time. But Billy Sims uh, had a, a touch, two touchdowns that day. And uh, I think David Overstreet had a touchdown, too. But that was my first Oklahoma-Texas game back in 1978. So there you go. All right, 405-651-3439. Let's get some more in. The Cherokee Sooner wants to ask uh, her more of a directive. Steely, we need to add Brett Skidmark to the shyster list. Uh, There you go. All right, yeah, Brett. uh, (laughs) You know, it's – I'm just really surprised because he's such a forward-thinking, smart guy. And, you know, sometimes if you don't understand the media, you know, you think, well, I'm just in front of a bunch of tech boosters, you know, here at this club. There's not going to be any real – this can't get out of here. Everything gets out. In this day and age, everything pretty much, right? I mean, somebody's going to have a phone. Somebody's going to be recording a video. And clearly in a situation like that, I don't think your mark really cared. He was playing to the audience. Oklahoma and Texas are gone, you know, uh, after this year. But it was still it just, uh, look, I, I like the guy. I think he's been a tremendous hire. He's got a, He's not one of those suits, you know, oh, oh certainly, the con, you know, Bob Bowlesby type. Um, but that just wasn't a good look at all. Yeah, I mean, it's not only – it wasn't even phones that recorded it. It was like yeah. Red Raider Vision or something right, like yeah, that. Right, yeah, absolutely. So, and yeah, again, it's it's not like he was there at, you know, uh, someplace with uh, 10 or 12 Red Raider fans. It was – and then, you know, Joey McGuire gets up there and talks about, you know, uh, so-called Blue Bloods and everything. I get it. They're rallying the crowd or whatever, but uh, – with Joey McGuire, I have zero problem with that. But with Brett Yormark, it's just like, really, dude? Come on. Yeah, Joey McGuire's supposed to say stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. He, he's got a base to rally, right? Like, But Brett Yormark has done incredible things to already rally the base. He stabilized the conference. When OU and Texas were announced to leave, many people thought the conference would go the way of the Pac-12 and just go away. Brett Yormark stepped in, did really nice things. There you go. Be done with it. Say, hey, we can't wait to have Texas Tech, you know, leading us into the new age of the Big 12. We're excited about what Coach McGuire's doing here in Lubbock, uh, as evidenced by, you know, the results on the field last year and some of the recruiting results that we're seeing this year. Um, you know, very excited to you – know, whatever. He could have said anything. But to make your opinions heard, just no good. We've got Greg from Blanchard 
tuned in on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. He says, Greg and Blanchard picking you up on 99.3, Boomer. So we appreciate there everybody. I'll tell you what. Hey, Greg. I'll tell you what. Perry uh, uh, shared with me some of the numbers from, I think it was Monday, on the app. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. Are I we mean, going away, though? Are we folding our tents and, uh, and I guess going we home? must. No, I it mean, was insane. I mean, <laughs> I you know I, I never know because you know I'm I'm the new guy here, right? I'm, I'm you know I I pop on. I'm I'm six man of the year. I'll come off the bench and uh, and, and try and uh, you know put up some points. But with with that, you know I, I I'm not real into the radio stuff. So when we talk listeners, I'm like, oh, I wonder how many are on the app. I was absolutely blown away by it. I mean, triple the numbers that we were doing previous so hopefully that's uh, nice and sustainable it's nice and measurable we had people listening from new zealand yesterday and i think kuwait all over the place big lots of people listening in europe and the seasons uh the season's gonna make it that much better so greg i appreciate you uh tuning in on 99.3 but i appreciate everybody no matter yeah. where you're tuning in from that's that's who i appreciate but yeah and uh like i said we you know we're, we're not we're not going anywhere so um, you know, it's uh, we do we want to get a stronger FM signal in the metro area? Yes, yes, we do. But ninety nine point three in most parts, you can get it. We're working on it, folks. This was a corporate decision. Nobody's going anywhere. All right, right. And the think people don't want to hear Toby Rowland and TJ and Blank and Josh and well Parker Thune and you know Teddy and uh, no, I mean. Come on, people. You know where that misinformation is coming from. All right, break time right here, 405-651-3439, 405-651-3439. We'll get a few final texts in, some final notes. We're going to get locked in again at 2 o'clock, full hour of recruiting information. We might even play the David Stone music again when we get back here on The Ref. Mm -hmm. All right, we are back here at Cavens Group. I want to thank Gary and the crew out here. They always are super hospitable, and uh, they do a great, great job here at Cavens Group. Any emergency situation, call on Cavens. You know, as we age, cataract surgery, often it's a step people have to take, and it's not about just restoring your uh, sight. It's really about upgrading the quality of your life so when it's time for cataract surgery you have one crucial decision that can really affect your vision for the rest of your life and that choice is between a standard lens which often still requires you to rely on reading glasses even after surgery or a premium lens consider panoptics vividity or a light adjustable lens the leading choices that can provide crystal clear vision and freedom from glasses So if you want to see far and you want to see near, you know where you have to go. You have to come here to the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center with Dr. B and his great team at the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. All right, got a request. Steely, can you play play the David Stone music again? Keep in mind, this is all, it's got to have David in it. It's got to have Stone in it. It's got to have Saturday Night in it. This is not an attempt to be cool at all. It's not hip. It's kind of a cheesy you know, laughable, open for what we're calling the uh, the commitment of David Stone, the uh, Saturday night special for David Stone. So, yeah, here you go. Roll it.
There you go. Uh, David Stone, everybody got excited. He tweeted out, uh, you know, uh, it was around noonish, uh, a picture of him and Sooner Gear sitting on the throne that many of the recruits sit on for their picture and uh, put a boomer attached to that, and people got excited, Travis Davidson. They got excited. Yes, but they did. You but didn't. some people on the text line said this is a bad sign. Yeah, yeah. This is a bad sign. But I, I do want to get because because we're wrapping up here soon. I do. There's two things. First, I want to wish my beautiful mother a happy birthday, Miss Sue Davidson. It's her birthday today, so uh, I will. Uh, I'll be. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that on the airwaves today. And then, second of all. What are your thoughts on I, we? I haven't got a chance to get your thoughts on this Reggie Bush stuff. He's you know kind of campaigning to get his mm-hmm. Heisman back, and because I, I think part of it is because NIL, you know, is uh, um, you know obviously available now, and maybe some of the stuff that came in the maybe in the Manziel untold, maybe the documentary, maybe maybe sparked it back up or. You know, usually, I saw USC I'm, made I, room for it, so I guess usually that? I'm more about forgiveness on the deal, uh, except for Mule Shoe. No forgiveness I was about to there. say. I was about no to say. I have there. evidence no, to the contrary. No chance. But, you know, to be honest with you, Travis, I really don't care. Um, it doesn't matter to me one way or another. Reggie Bush was spectacular back in the day at SC. There's no doubt about it. And look, they were, uh, you know, they were getting payments. They, that wasn't the NIL era. I, I, so I really don't know how. I know that I don't care that much, but they were breaking the rules. And people will say, well, NIL was kind of going on. You know, that kind of stuff was happening all the time. All right, but at least they got caught, got in trouble. Is it too severe of a penalty? I don't know. I I wish I had a better take on it, but my main take on it is I really don't care about it, to be honest with you, that much. But I don't know. It's it's like today. It's, you know, we're still in the wild, wild west, right? Who, who did that song, The Escape Club, back in the day? We're oh, living in the say, wild, Will, wild, the wild, wild Will west. Will Smith did that one, too, when he to promote his Wild West movie. That's right, yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. I would say it seems – Seems still a little harsh to me, but I don't spend a lot of time worrying about SC that much. It's kind of like there's some things I just don't care about that other people do care about, and I'm sure other people feel the same way. Uh, you know you know how much I love golf and, you know, the Ryder Cup coming up and everything. Some people just don't care. It's kind of like the Little League World Series. I was watching that, and a lot of people watch that stuff, and I'm like, how can you watch that? Who cares? But a lot of people get interested in it. And with the Reggie Bush deal, I just don't have a real strong take on it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not one for as laws change or, or, or you know, things yeah. become legal or something. I'm not yeah. a fan of retroactively right. kind of I mean, changing if it was a rule things, back right? then and the rule was broken, well, guess what? It's changed now. Well, it, back then it was a rule. You know, yeah, it's 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 the exact same thing as you know the speed limit type situations where it's like, hey, speed limits have gone up. Can I go back and uh, can I go yeah. back and get all my money right. back and get all these uh, from all the tickets that I've paid? You know, the text line brings up, you know, maybe Reggie Bush doesn't even go to USC uh, if he doesn't have the money, yeah, goes somewhere else. You know, like things like that. I mean, it's 
it's one of those that he's he's pleading with the NCAA, but as far as I understand, the NCAA doesn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, it's the yeah, Heisman it's a, Trust that can get yeah, back yeah, the absolutely, and that's what's so, interesting. There are three entities involved: the Heisman yeah. Trust, the that can give the trophy back, USC, which that can retire his number for winning it, and the NCAA. NCAA has nothing to do with those two things. Right? USC, yeah, get no. it done if you want. I think that uh, good luck, Reggie. He's still he's making the Wendy's money. All right, everybody knows you want it, but just come up, do a paper mache Heisman or something, and paint it up. That'll be good. All right, we got to get out of here. I want to thank Gary and the crew out here at Cabin's Group. They are awesome. TJ's here to break down the equipment because he's a superstar who now likes pimento cheese on a cracker, which is really cool. And I also want to remind you: huge weekend at Riverwind. Friday night, Counting Crows Showplace Theater. Saturday night, Beats and Bites stage. Coop Aleworks, Beats and Bites stage. Gary Allen, get out there and win some money in the big drawing coming up on Saturday night. Have a great Thursday.